trying to figure out where to stand so I'm not getting blinded. Uh, there. So today is the day of our annual meeting, and so I'm going to keep uh, my sermon short. Um, but I'm not going to keep it as short as Jesus kept his sermon today. You'll notice in this gospel lesson that Jesus uh, has been just at the beginning of his ministry, and he has been traveling around uh, after he's emerged from the wilderness, traveling through Galilee, proclaiming the gospel, and he's starting to gain some notoriety. People are starting to notice him, they're, they're noticing what he's having to say, and there is some buzz that is starting to build around him. And so he goes back to his hometown, to the town that he was uh, raised in, and there, he goes to the synagogue, as was his custom. And I think because of the buzz that had been raised, that he is handed a scroll from Isaiah, and he reads this beautiful passage proclaiming the year of the Lord's favor. And what does that year look like? It looks like freedom to the oppressed. It looks like sight to the blind. It looks like release for the captive. It looks like good news to the poor. He proclaims this word, and then he sits down to teach, which was the way that they did it back then. They sat to deliver the sermon. And what does he have to say? Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. End of sermon. <laughs> That's it. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. He's inviting them to see what is breaking into the world through his ministry. He's inviting them to see that the Spirit has descended upon him and anointed him, empowered him to go out and to share this good news with the world. And everywhere he goes, this is what his ministry looks like. He calls, it, he calls it the kingdom of God or the reign of God. And everywhere he goes, it looks like this. It looks like good news to the poor. It looks like release to the captive. It looks like sight to the blind. It looks like the oppressed are being set free. What is it that oppresses you? That's what Jesus is liberating you from. He calls this the kingdom of God, and this is what he, he lives into as he goes and lives into his ministry everywhere he goes. Today, this scripture is being fulfilled in your hearing. But here's the thing, it's not a, it's not a closed circle, it doesn't just end with Jesus. This empowerment by the Holy Spirit to share this good news is not just something that is for him. As we follow Jesus' ministry, we'll see that the Holy Spirit is something that the disciples receive as well, that those who follow Jesus receive as well. They too will be empowered by the Holy Spirit. They too will be empowered to bear this message, to fulfill this scripture today in your hearing. Today is our annual meeting. Today we are reminded by Paul in his first letter to the Corinthians that we are members of the body of Christ. 
This was true for the Corinthians way back then. It's true for this little gathering of Christians as well. That we are members of Christ's body. And each and every one of us has received the gift of the Holy Spirit so that we too can be about the business that Jesus is about. We too have received the gift of the Holy Spirit to bring good news to the poor. We too are to proclaim release to those who are held captive. We too are called to shine a light to open the eyes of those who are blind. We too are called to bear witness to those who are oppressed and to work towards their release, their freedom. Paul reminds us that each member of the body is valuable. Each member of the body is essential. It's worth recognizing that he is taking a, a very common metaphor in the ancient world, which is that the, member of, that the members of a body politic are members of a body, right? It's a very common metaphor that's used, um, you know, it's used in Plato, for instance, in the Republic, but it's used as a common way of thinking about a community, that they are a body. And often, what's what that metaphor was used for was to preserve and promote the status quo. To say, well, you have your place as a member of the body, and, and, uh, and, and I have my place, right? Or a way of saying, well, I'm in control, and that's the way that this body is structured, and therefore, that's the way it should be. And you just be in your place, and therefore, you are not as, as essential. But what Paul does here is he turns that metaphor on its head, and he assures everyone of their value. He assures everyone of their place in the body. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are welcome at Christ's table, but wherever you are in your spiritual journey, you also have a place in this body. You have something to share. You are a gift to each other. Today is the day of our annual meeting. It's a day to reflect on our ministry. It's a day to reflect on, on who we are and what we're about. And you'll hear more about that downstairs when you show up at the annual meeting for free lunch after the service. <laughs> but know that each and every one of you is essential to this body. That each and every one of you has a part to play that each and every one of you has a gift to share. So let us share our gifts one to another. Let us be there for one another. Let us rejoice when it's time for rejoicing together. Let us grieve when it's time for grieving together. But let us share with one another and bear witness to the year of God's favor breaking into our midst even now. Let us be bearers of this good news, each of us, because each one has a gift to share. Amen.